Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kyle Costello, and I will be your host for today. Well, I'm going to start right in the Proverbs reading for today. It says this, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not fret because of evildoers, or be envious of the wicked, for the evildoer has no future hope, and the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. We've been talking for three days now about envy and exactly why it is, um, for God, a serious, serious thing when we give our hearts over to it. In the last two days, it was maybe more personal and more now. Today's reading, though, talks about how envy can affect us for eternity, affect our perspectives of eternity. In fact, Tim and Kathy Keller, in the reading for today, they talk about how envy gets us so preoccupied with the present. They have an invitation, though, for us. When we leave envy, we don't become preoccupied with the present, but rather we look up. I have a friend in the faith of many, many, many years, and this is often his counsel to me. His counsel to anyone is he says, often we can get a completely different perspective if we stop looking at the right now and we look up. See this passage in Proverbs, what is it doing? It's showing what our mind can get like if we just focus on the now. We look at others and maybe it looks like they're having fun or maybe it looks like they're secure and we get obsessed with the fact that maybe we don't feel that way. We don't think that way. We don't really look at what's happening actually in those folks' lives that we're we're observing, but rather we just look at certain things. What my friend and what the Kellers are inviting all of us to do is to look up. For the Christian, um, we trust in the fact and the truth that God is making uh, everything that has happened to us. He is turning it for our good. The Kellers in their writing quote Psalm 1715. It says, in the end, the believer, they will not lack anything. Why? Well, when we look up, when we get perspective, we understand that no matter how dire our circumstances are, we always have hope. We, we always have um, something that we can cling tightly to, and that is our God is a God of hope. I don't know if you know this, but it says that when Jesus moves towards the cross, the book of Hebrews says that he, um, he endures that cross for the hope, for the joy that is before him. See, that shows us that at God's heart, at, at just literally who he is, he is a God of hope. Where are you at today? Do you feel hopeless? Are you struggling? I mean, it can be severe. It can also just be kind of mundane. Just life happens every day and nothing um, worth of value, at least, that you see right now uh, seems to be happening. Do you know that when you cling to Jesus, you always have hope? That, that he promises that even if you're going through things that are brutal, that are painful, that are negative, that he is going to work those things for your good. 
Do you realize that even though maybe you're going through kind of just the mundane every single day, that God says that he has, um, as you join him, good works that he's doing with you and through you. When we look up outside of our story for the moment and we look at God's story for all time, we see that he saw us, that he loves us. Folks, if that shouldn't and can't inject a little bit of hope into your day, and that's what God's story is absolutely about. What else do we see when we look up? Triumph, victory. If you've been to church and you've heard us sing songs about that before and you're like, well, what does victory mean? Well, guys, the, the sin that we, that we fight against, the pain that we experience in this world, the injustice, things that we both participate in and that have been done to us, there's triumph, not only hope, but triumph in Jesus through these things. See, he overcomes sin, death, injustice on the cross. Our God fights a war that for us, a war that we can't win, and he triumphs. That's why we aren't called like his uh, business associates. Uh, we're called his sons and his daughters. Like perfect relationship is restored in Jesus. We look up and we get both hope and triumph. Finally, it says that um, in scriptures that when we trust Jesus, we find real, true life. Now, for us, sometimes we read that and we go like, okay, what does that mean? Well, in Jesus' day, uh, most folks would have spoke what's called Koine Greek, kind of like street language, common language Greek. And they would have had two words for life. We kind of only have one, but they would have had two words for life. One of them, bios, would have been like, you know, you're, you, you being actually alive, your heart pumping blood, right? Your lungs filling with oxygen. But there was another word, zoe. And when Jesus says things like, I have come so that they may have life to the full, or when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he is using this word, zoe. It's not about our, our heart pumping blood and our lungs filling with air. It's about us finding satisfaction, fulfillment, thriving. And that's what Jesus says he comes to give us. That desire that's in you to see beautiful things happen, to be a part of purpose. See, see God put that in you. That, that's not an accident. I have two young boys and they talk about what they want to do when they grow up. It's always something exciting, right? It's always something that has purpose and meaning. Never do they say, when I grow up, I just want it to be really boring. No. See, that is in us from the beginning that we want life to the full. And what Jesus does is promise us that. Now, we can talk about that eternally, but you need to know that that's promised to you now as well. That as a church, we believe God moves through us and makes us into world changers, not because we're special, but because he's amazing and unbelievable. And so we don't envy or we, we, we walk away from envy. And one of the ways we do that is we look up. We see the hope that we have not in our neighbor's possessions or in the life that they have, but in Jesus. We see the triumph that we find in him. And we see the absolute life, the Zoe, that he promises us. Let me pray. God, thank you. Thank you that um, 
not only do you say walk away from evil, like have envy, have nothing to do with envy, but rather you provide us something even better to cling to, your son, Jesus. Would you show us ways that we can do that today? God, if we need hope today, will you show us what hope looks like in Jesus? If we need to believe in your victory or your triumph, will you show how you've actually proved that out and given it to us in Jesus? And God, if we're just desiring life, like meaningful life and purpose, will you show us what that looks like in Jesus? We thank you, Father, and we praise you. Help us to to run from envy and run to Jesus. We say all this in his name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.